0: does everybody know what time it is
1: time to say hello to your new host because we've just sold grunt work that's right it was grunt work
0: to the Gruntry, Gonna Eat a Lot of Pizzas. And on the way there, I'll be listening to Grunt Work, the only home improvement podcast that comes with free crazy bread. I'm your host, Truman, the cheese-stuffed crust with extra onions man caps, and with me as always is my co-host, Landon, the Detroit-style Sicilian man Solano. And Landon, before I go any further, I want to make clear that your nickname is not only a reference to the square form of pizza that is popular in Detroit, but also your Sicilian heritage. Why, thank you. You're welcome. I, I appreciate that. I wanted to respect your heritage, for one. <laughs> especially on this episode, which is especially Italian food oriented yeah. where who knows what accents might come out of me
1: uh, yeah this uh, your your sentiments have put a lump in my throat. That's another presence of the United States of America song. Oh I see. <laughs> Uh singing right over my head, man.
0: Sorry, I only really listen to the hits. Uh, Landon, it's good to see you. Sherman, it's great to see you, buddy. Yes, welcome back to your apartment. <laughs> Thank you. The joke that I've done probably half a dozen times at this point.
1: And it never gets old.
0: It's hard to start a podcast, even when you've been doing it for basically two years.
1: <laughs> uh, well, how about this for a start? Okay. Um, we unleashed our new uh, Patreon tier last oh. Always, week. always, always starting with some Patreon info. <laughs> L's pals, yes, uh, which is our top tier. I can't imagine we'll go any higher than that. I, to me, Al being an L pal is the pinnacle. Yeah, I mean, unless there's like,
0: uh, unless, well, I think the highest. Tier is the uh I, it's just Eileen basically where you are you are Al's girlfriend you are the thing that Al looks up to and there can be only one well actually no there's Eileen and then there's Al's mom
1: oh so there's f- there's, true. there's yes. two more
0: tiers above this but you have to make <laughs> major sacrifices the twenty thousand dollar
1: a month here make make us be our sugar mama <laughs> um anyway we premiered that last week and we've got uh two takers so we have sent fools! out fools <laughs> sorry we have sent out uh the two uh, first two prints of vhs girls uh awesome commissioned piece uh that i've shared on instagram so and much jtt and twitter Al Borland um, being i realize it's really unprofessional for me to turn away from the mic as i only motion for your sake. To- the, the, thing, the thing that we have had multiple
0: conversations about—not yeah. when the show is being recorded—that we can both see. Yes, uh, you know this is what this is how you're a method podcaster.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes. So just to remind you, for the fifteen dollars Al's pals tier, uh, if you become an Al pal, you uh, you get one of these awesome VHS girl prints. Uh, Gesturing again, again. But I didn't turn away from the, the mic this time. Great. Uh, which you can go and uh, she has sales on her Etsy page all the time. You can find her uh, VHS Girl Shop or follow her on Instagram VHS Girl, um, which is amazing. Uh, please go support her, uh, and you can also get access to the video feed for Gruntwork Ni- Grunt Nights, uh, which is you know not anything anyone has ever asked for. No, no, it's <laughs> something they will ask us to stop doing. Yeah. If if you subscribe at the Al's Mom level, you don't get the video feed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um I do want to just uh, clarify something I said last week when we announced it. Um I think due to circumstances we can't promise an art piece every month. Um but you will certainly at this tier get an art piece whenever one is available. We will be doing stickers and buttons and uh more commissioned art pieces. So as they come in, I we will be sending them out immediately. So uh once we have your address on file those will be sent to you in the mail.
0: Yes, along with many uh coupons for magazine subscriptions and uh you know, um bricks wrapped in business reply mail envelopes <laughs> and uh and other things.
1: Just don't throw them through any windows. Is
0: this is this counterintuitive to what you're trying to do right now? me just like advertising. No, no, no this is weird you know,
1: through. uh marketing 101. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, oh <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly.
0: Well, I'm nothing if not a bad cop, um, and you know, like a cop would say, yeah. um, "Hey, did you watch Home Improvement last night?" <laughs> <laughs> the, this, Maybe, yeah. What's it to you, copper? <laughs> well, it, look, it's in the Constitution. You have to watch Home Improvement every night. It's uh, like okay. you, you need you need your driver's license, proof of insurance, <laughs> proof of having watched Home Improvement. Um so so sh- show me those and I guess step out of the car it's really not a lot of fun to joke about cop stuff let's just move on <laughs> Uh I I did watch Home Improvement and I watched it with you. Okay, oh, well great. Then I don't know why I was questioning you about yeah, it. it. It was weird. Uh we we watched this episode. I mean, do, is there is there more to say? Do you want to or do you want to dive into start? Do you want to
1: synopsize it so I can ask
0: you what you thought yeah, of it? Yeah, I was waiting
1: for you to ask me to synopsize it. Uh,
0: Landon Landon, <laughs> okay. No, we're going back to the cop joke. Okay. Step out of the car, please. Son of a gun. Give me a synopsis of this episode. Son of a
1: Peter gun. Oh. Was he a cop or a private investigator? <laughs> I don't know, a spy
0: for all I know. Yeah, oh, man. We're really um bad at this. <laughs> Okay, well,
1: so what happened this week on Home Improvement, Landon? <laughs> uh so this synopsis is brought to you by our patron, Tara L. Okay, cool, Tara L. <laughs> uh okay, so this is uh this is Tristan. Did you hear about this? this, this, very, where, relevant this really very relevant tonight. Very relevant tonight. After his first appearance on a hot rod show with his newly built 1934 Ford Roadster, uh the owner of a pizzeria chain and car collector makes Tim an offer that he can't refuse. On the car. I don't think I wrote the synopsis very well. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I,
0: hey, man, don't, I don't want to <laughs> criticize you midstream. Maybe it'll all make
1: sense in the end, you know? But it'll play uh, out. Can't make this stuff up. Uh, <laughs> without like he's in the room with me right now. <laughs> without second-guessing his decision, uh, Tim brings home the check, but is met with anger and dismay from his family. Realizing that he didn't think things through, particularly how it would affect Brad, Tim contacts the pizza man and begs for his car back. Yes that is what happened <laughs> and that's what you week. asked me to do good so... our work here is done all right
0: here's your here's your license back sir uh <laughs> i'm just gonna let you off with a warning <laughs> thank you this 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 cop joke is just gonna continue i think for the rest of the podcast now. fantastic yeah
1: uh, not just the episode the whole series that's what i meant I'm... we are going to um woo Nope, sorry. <laughs> no, transition no, no, police. Right. <laughs> this is a transition police. Yeah. The sirens are going off. They raise up from the void. And as they fall down, a, uh, a ticket is being written. And on that ticket says, guess that title. Sponsored by Kier C J.
0: Okay, well, some title options uh, for this week. I really, I have to say... I really do appreciate the transitions, not to crap on the theme songs, but I feel like the transitions are just watching you improvise them, watching <laughs> your eyes dart around the room, like, seizing on things to incorporate. It's beautiful. Uh,
1: so, you don't like the unbroken eye contact of the theme songs?
0: I can't say I miss it. I can't say I miss the icy feeling that would come over my soul as you just stared into my into my eyes
1: and scat sang.
0: Uh, okay, so... Guess that title. Uh no, you guess that title. I know. I, okay, yes. Name name of the game is Guess That Title. Uh I Sold a Pizza My Heart.
1: Mmm.
0: Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you know, pizza. Uh Spare the <laughs> Rod and Spoil the Child. Okay. Actually, you know what? The better one is Sell the Rod and Spoil the Child. That's what it's going to be. Um This this one is I think the worst. Papa Mia, that's a spicy spicy free market economy. Uh <laughs> I give you creativity points on that, though. Is that even really creative, or just me kind of stating things? And lastly, a breach of crust. Ooh, yeah, you know.
1: You know what? That's the one that we need to pitch uh, for the retroactive title. Oh yeah, yeah. For that thing that they're totally going to do—the DVD
0: re-release of the show, <laughs> yeah, no one's exactly. asking for, with new titles <laughs> written by by yours yeah. truly.
1: Uh, were any of those the title of this episode? Unfortunately, they were not. Oh, um, man. I do feel like this title. Uh, you had done a play on words on it before, though. Wait. Wait, okay, wait. Uh, Car Wars? <laughs> you haven't done that one.
0: I like that, though. Okay. Mm. And that would be
1: appropriate for this episode. Okay, what's... Wait, it
0: isn't what you're talking about, Jillis, is it? <laughs> no. If this was the time... If that's one of them, eventually, I'm gonna be so excited. Okay, what what was this episode called? Brother, can you spare a hot rod? Okay. Okay. I feel like... They've used that construction before. I, th- I think you've used that construction before. It all blurs together at some point. <laughs> I don't know where Home Improvement ends and I began. Uh, this
1: uh, this episode aired on January 10th, 1995. Uh, we have proof of that later in this episode that I'll get to. Oh, he uh, a fucking calendar.
0: No! <laughs> it
1: was directed by Andy Cadiff And written by John Vandergriff, who also wrote uh, Room for Change in The Great Race 2 from Ooh, last season. Okay. And this season was uh, The Eyes Don't Have It. Uh, the one yes. where market's gets glasses.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that.
1: So how did you feel about this episode?
0: You know, I felt... Uh, I felt cheated, in a sense, by this episode. Oh, okay. I felt...
1: Is it because I told you it was going to be special?
0: Well, no, no, no. It certainly was special. We got... Uh, there were some surprises. There were some twists and some turns. I just felt like my biggest problem with this episode is that I, I didn't buy it. Tim selling yeah. his hot yeah. rod...
1: It's the biggest conceit. That they're asking of us, and it's not believable.
0: Yeah, like, there's no way—Tim—Tim—Tim uh, Tim, Tim just sells his hot rod. Not only that, look, I would buy an episode where Tim sells his hot rod, but you have to earn that. Yeah, And we don't even see it happen on screen. We see, like, there's a lengthy scene where Tim shows, uh, Doug is his name, I've been calling him Papa Mia in all of these, these, uh, where he shows Papa Mia the hot rod outside tool time, and shows it off to him and is talking it up a whole bunch, and then the next scene he's telling Wilson that he sold it, but that's like, whoa, yeah, whoa, that's a huge, this car that Tim values more than his family.
1: Which is annoying because we get... Out of any other se- uh, uh, episode we've had of this series yet, we have the most cuttable scene oh. uh, in the middle of this episode. So to to kind of waste time on that when you could be you know giving us a little more background information on what's going on, I I'm, I feel a little cheated too. I'm going to steal your answer. Yeah, no, um, no that's
0: that's fine. Don't that's send the police after me. No. But uh,
1: <laughs> we, I am the police. What I uh. uh what I feel cheated about is that there is a more interesting episode in here of yes. the dilemma of Tim having to sell the car. Like yeah. if, if a some sort of situation arose, this is where writers come in. Uh, <laughs> they write situational comedy, mm-hmm. um, or as they call them in the biz, situational comms. Ah, gotcha. Yes. Um, where you know there's some sort of circumstance that forces Tim to have to consider selling the car and having him weigh. You know, his experience building it with Brad versus his experience building it with his dad, you know, when he was younger. I guess we've seen a little bit of that, but there's something missing from this episode that... Needs to be drawn out from that.
0: And if there... And that, you know, just to continue to jump in on that and continue writing this fan fiction episode that would be better, if there were some pressing financial
1: need... You're right. ...where he would need the amount of money for or, it. Or um, just kind of humanitarian need, I yeah. guess, you know. Yeah, Like Like, uh, he's been forced into donating the car for charity and can't renege on it or something. Yeah, yeah. I, the,
0: the fact that Tim would sell, would sell the hot rod and then brag about how much money he made off of it and use that as a justification. Oh, I got so much money. Tim has never really given that many shits about money. <laughs> Tim, right. Tim will, Tim will spend money like it's like it's styrofoam packing peanuts. Yeah, clearly we see tool time week after week. Exactly, exactly. Or to look at the expense that he goes to, to to outdo a 70 year old proctologist at a Christmas decoration <laughs> competition. Right. T- Tim is not thrifty or fiscally prudent, so Maybe this is how
1: he makes his money,
0: though. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, by flipping uh, flipping one hot rod yeah. every three or four years. I I don't know. So
1: I'm not saying maybe there was a hot rod before this one. Uh, I mean, we only we started the series with just the frame. Yeah. So the one that was before this, the kids would have been too young to work on. So this is maybe not as big a deal to Tim as it is to the kids because it was the first one that they're able to work on. It's a pretty big deal to Jill too, though. True. Which also yes. didn't one hundred percent track with me. I
0: feel like Jill would be psyched about the money being there. Well, look, I don't know. I I think I'm excited to bust that one open a little I, bit. All right. Well, hey man, Bustin' makes me feel good. So uh, let's let's
1: bust this episode open and don't read any deeper into that <laughs> than I took it. Sounds good. We open on the set of Tool Time uh, from a crane shot looking down on Tim and Al as they are applying heat coils to a. Uh, facade of a roof. Yeah, they've got a little fake house, like half of a shed thing set up in there to show,
0: I guess... I guess this is a thing when you live in a place where it snows, the yes. snow will ice up your gutter, so you oh, put yeah. you put these heat coils. Is this, did you have heat heating coils?
1: Uh we well, we weren't that fancy, but it oh, is it's, were these, it's a
0: problem. We were members of the of the heat coil having <laughs> bourgeois in Michigan. I know
1: you have called it a steaming pile of dog shit, but the scene in um Christmas vacation, yes, where he's hanging from the roof and he swings off in that ice Thing flies from the gutter into their name, Julia Louise Dreyfus's, uh, and Sam McMurray, isn't it? Uh, what, her husband in that?
0: Yeah. Maybe so. I mean, look, as you may have heard, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas vacation. Yeah,
1: but that's a real issue. Like those ice, uh, rods.
0: It's, it's, wait, so ice rods are the issue or rich, yuppie neighbors who uh, are constantly trying to one up your Christmas?
1: It depends on the neighborhood.
0: What is, now, now, folks, maybe you're wondering why is Landon doing these impressions of of what it turns out is Jay Leno? You'll find out. Uh, so, um, okay, so it's
1: a but so it's a real problem. It's a real menace yeah, to society. Yeah. I mean, they they can do some damage, and you know, not only to the gutter, but if if it weighs down the gutter and like. Icicles were a huge thing growing up, so... uh, I've seen a Christmas story, I remember. Yeah, well, I mean, dangling icicles that could fall on you um, when you're, you know, walking outside the door, and if you don't clean your gutters out, those things can form and fall. Uh, So, I mean, there's a lot of truth to what they're doing here. Yeah, okay, okay. so, what they do is they've strung yeah. up this uh this coil I mean, there is well i think, I think my dad's solution, yeah, we didn't have heating coils. I think he just didn't clean the gutters out from the fall and let the leaves block the gutters mm-hmm. from ice actually forming in them <laughs> <Genius>. and then <laughs> In the spring, he would just kind of clean it all out at the same time. So Yeah, okay. That's, so would, of course, he would get leafsicles
0: instead, but those fire <laughs> exactly. aren't as deadly. Yeah. Uh, they're so explaining how these plug into the shingles, and Al says that uh, these heating coils are guaranteed to work every shingle time. <laughs> He's very happy with himself. To which, I was also very happy with that joke. To which Tim retorts, like, I respect that, that Al makes a joke that gets a big laugh, and Tim doesn't get angry. He just says, and now you know why Al is a shingle man. And that's, on the compendium, again, maybe I'm rating on a curve, but on the compendium of hurtful (laughs) things Tim could have said about Al, this isn't that bad. Yeah.
1: But the next thing he says is not fun. No, it's not fun at all. Um, So he moves uh, on to the next house because they couldn't, uh, they had two facades. One, they were just showing how to kind of attach them, but they didn't have the time to actually get them up there. So they had one already pre-arranged. And he says that he took it directly from Al's mom's house. Yeah. and uh i can't remember exactly what the uh the conceit was i i, I don't oh know. no oh yeah yeah i remember he goes uh, Al goes no you couldn't have done that cuz my mom lives in a very nice mobile home and tim goes yeah 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 i know i saw it going down the highway it had that big sign on the back of it wide load and then he holds his arms out really far and swings them back and forth
0: for a long time selling the selling the bit uh so yeah that's still yeah. happening
1: we also forgot to mention the grunt creep using the oh, oh uh, the grunt creep yes <laughs> using the uh the house the roof as a little sledding hill
0: he basically slides down the roof and falls off at the way tim has slid off of three different roofs in the course of the series <laughs> at this point yeah uh so yeah creep imitates tim i suppose
1: i'm wondering if that the grunt creep is an avatar for tim
0: I th- I think so. I think that I think that uh, Tim flew to another planet and got in a weird <laughs> container thing and uses the grunt creep to run around and experience the uh, atmosphere.
1: You know what will definitively say that for us at some point oh. is if Tim like gets conked on the head and instead of little birds flying around his head, there are home improvement logos. I I mean he's already had little tools floating around his head oh. when he got conked once. So I remember that. we're getting closer and closer. Yeah, I've,
0: I actively block things out of my head from the show sometimes. <laughs> That's why your uh, grip on yeah. sanity is better than mine. Uh, so anyway, Tim uh, goes to this other house where they've got the uh, snow up on the roof, yep. and he turns on the heating coils to show how they work. Um, does he more power these heating coils? He actually less powers them, so ah, nothing happens, and weird. it's just a very, very kind of understated ending to the scene. And it just sort of peters out. <laughs> uh, no, folks that that there was a patented uh, gruntwork work goofer uh <laughs> in fact in fact he did put more power in the heating coil and um it basically burns uh all, like right through the roof and like a uh, the, the effect yeah. is good
1: yeah and uh my note was i actually kind of like the pattern of the new roof <laughs> yeah
0: like he's it, got them in a zigzag <laughs> yeah. pattern and to burn through the snow but then it they start smoking and smoldering yeah. and flames shoot up and then yeah just this this just drops gutter and all onto the floor and the pattern that's left is kind of like if you think of the shape of the black stripe on charlie brown's
1: shirt it's (laughs) it's that i love that analogy not something i ever would have thought of is what you
0: love about it how smooth and streamlined yes exactly like it's not a cumbersome thing to think (laughs) about at all it just totally works uh peanuts movie in theaters
1: a couple years years ago yeah um I like, uh, so, the the way that the, the coil burns a hole in there, uh, we see flames come up, and the flames turn into uh, a phoenix that arises from the ashes of Al's beard, because it's Carned Corner. Oh, right. Okay, I was thinking for a second, like, I don't remember this transition from the show. <laughs> uh, brought to us by Tom B. Ah, Tom uh, B. Tom Tom. Tom Tom Club. Um, That's... No, I mean that's that's great,
0: man. He Tom B is a genius of love, I guess. <laughs> okay, this is a short
1: and sweet one, mm. with a huge caveat. Okay, I cannot verify this. Great, dude. Great. We're we're just we're we're <laughs> fucking fake
0: news, alternative facts.
1: Well, work. I but I'm putting that out there first and foremost. So I say we we go with it and we verify. Therefore, we have double the content. So are, what you're saying is... You see this, folks? <laughs> says, I don't know if it's true. <laughs> uh, this is definitely true. This okay. This is true story. Yeah, this yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Richard Carnes, favorite TV show? Please say cheers. Star Trek. Well, not bad. Which, which one? Just T-O-S? Uh, Does not TNG? say. T-N-G? Does not specify. DS9? In fact, it spells Star Trek as e. one word. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not saying this is a super credible website. Did you did you get this from
0: did you get this from like Russia Today's Richard Karn section or something? Is this is this Google translated <laughs> into English? Uh, it's, it's, his, it's his favorite TV program is the Star Trek. <laughs> it's from CelebrityXYZ.com. Oh, Landon, is that that's like that's basically that's about as verifiable as celebrity net worth and like celebrity bra sizes. Uh,
1: I can also tell you his net worth. <laughs> can you tell me his bra size? Uh, no, I cannot. Um he's 5 foot 10. That's taller than I would have expected. Wow, okay, okay. According to this. Uh, yeah, again. <laughs> well, here on on celebrityinfo.bullshit. <laughs> uh but we have that so we can maybe verify with him. But uh, Star Trek this is kind of a a fun show to have a favorite as. That was a sentence I said. That was a sentence you said. Were you, or was did you it, or Google was it just,
0: translate that from Russian? And are you Russian today?
1: <laughs> I'm Russian through my sentences cuz I can't speak well. Okay, that's
0: fair. Well, well, Russian will make you worse at it. But <laughs> okay, hey, I'm I'm uh
1: That's that's interesting. Are you a Trekkie? Ah uh... I mean... How do I turn off your Jay Leno setting?
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I en- I enjoy some Trek. I'm not yeah. as passionate about... Like, I would say I probably like Star Wars more, and as I've repeatedly gone on the record, I am way more of a Battlestar Galactica fanboy mm-hmm. than either of them. Like, I will go to... I, Battlestar Galactica, specifically the ron moore remake in 2004 okay. is the hill that i will die on of great tv uh but uh yeah you know i, I mean i certainly respect what star trek okay. has done i just my the the star trek series that i started with was enterprise because i grew up at a ah. difficult time and enterprise <laughs> uh sucks i think the klingon word for it is sucks it's just a not good show with all due respect to scott bakula
1: and <laughs> no one else just scott bakula
0: I mean, Jolene Blaylock is to Paul. I give her uh, some love, and uh, the guy who played the uh, the, uh, the engineering officer, Trip, the, the cowboy type from Florida, I liked him as well. Anyway, uh, we're back to I guess Star Trek Enterprise work, the podcast where <laughs> I talk about my fifteen
1: year old memories of watching Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah, I, I was a Star yeah. Wars guy growing up, mm. uh, two and through. Um, you know, I, I, at a certain point in my life, I could have. I was the type that could have named the characters for you. I've forgotten a lot of that trivia. But I'm, I'm
0: sure you can remember one Star Wars character. Uh, the one who runs Bespin Cloud City. No, I, no, I you just, can't yeah, you I'm completely that
1: blanking on that. <laughs> but but you say so. You're more you're more of a Warsy than a Trekkie. I I was. I have aged into a Trekkie. Really? Yeah. I have less interest in Star in putting a Star War on. Today than I do uh, investigating, you know, the various uh, various um, series of of Star Trek. Like, I'm more excited to go into, I'm halfway through uh, Next Generation right now oh. for my first watch. I, you know, I've noticed that, that I, I've found that that happens a lot with people. That lots
0: of people, like, Star Wars is the thing that you get into when you're young. And you kind of have to get into it when you're young. Like, if you're yeah. not first exposed to it as a kid, then you can't. Cat it's like it's like chicken pox, you can't catch it later is that how it works no it's not how it works no
1: but if you watch star wars as an adult you die yeah yes (laughs) uh you have to be quarantined
0: uh but no but like star wars is something that like as a kid you get super into and then the nostalgia is kind of what powers liking it later i find lots of people who weren't into star trek is like star trek i noticed lots of people growing into it Mm -hmm. i think because star trek has so much more social commentary has the ideas and stuff and that you don't necessarily get as a kid like as a kid you're like these effects
1: are kind of shitty why are they on why is this whole episode set on the ship and i'm gonna do a backdoor uh promotion for our grunt work nights episode that uh airs today as well uh on that show we talked about my um reconciling uh you know highfalutin art house stuff with kind of populist uh, blockbuster things yeah i think the very first star wars movie i'm sorry star trek movie star trek the movie yeah um to me i know it's not liked by a lot of people but I think that's the perfect marriage of those two worlds. Yeah. Uh, And it makes me so happy. Okay. I have not seen it, and so I I should. Now, Now I'm the proper age. Maybe I should start trying to get into Star Trek. Yeah, maybe.
0: I'm just always going to be comparing it to Battlestar Galactica, which is my first love. Yeah, so that's unfair. Yeah. <laughs> unfair <laughs> to Star Trek. Well, yeah. Star, uh, Star Trek, which is relentlessly optimistic, and Battlestar Galactica, which is like, hey, what if the war on terror but spaceships? <laughs> um, okay, well, interesting. Yeah. And hey, you know what? We can ask Richard Karn for more details on that, too. Yes, When absolutely. we have brunch with him.
1: <laughs> not, over, not Over Twitter. Yeah.
0: Uh, Over Twitter would probably be the better thing We don't have brunch plans yet
1: Brunch over Twitter Yes Uh, Okay so we smash cut out of uh, Karn Corner And we go to the theme song
0: Yes I don't have any notes on it do you have any notes on it? I do, but for the sake of time, I'm not going to... I'll save it for we, next time. We, we, we took a ten-minute yeah, exactly. detour into Star
1: Trek. You can yeah. talk about
0: it. Look, if it's really
1: good... It's not. Okay, well, good. I <laughs> I, I'm using my discretion button. I love it. I love it. Uh, yes, we cut We to start to... The yeah, the living room, right? Yeah. Where yeah. Mark and Randy are watching a nature program.
0: Yes, about praying mantises and how the uh, lady bites the head off the dude after <laughs> they bone down for the first time, which is what the narrator is exactly saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So then, Jill comes in with yeah. some bad news, and what the news that every boy dreads. Oh God, I I still dread hearing this. I that that he uh, they need to go shopping to yeah. get some new pants. I uh, I have two pairs of jeans. One of them I wore so much that the place where like like basically a hole got worn in the side of the pants for my cell phone would go into the like just uh-huh. my cell phone wore a hole in it. And my reaction was, oh, I guess I should go to the mall and get some new pants. Or I could just wear this pair of black jeans every day. And <laughs> I've been doing that for about two months, and now I'm noticing that the the, the, the side of it is starting to get frayed where my cell phone goes every day. And at I'm like, some oh point, God. you have to go get pants. I don't want to. It's the most boring. Even when I'm going alone at top speed. You I've... can. Well, what about the internet? Order them. Yeah, I guess. I kind of do want to try them on first, though, because pants are expensive. <laughs> I. okay all right shopping is a shopping for clothes is a shitty boring activity i buy my shirts at target (laughs) i buy my pants at h&m
1: with great shame it's not until this very moment that i realize i'm in kind of a precarious situation for this episode uh i only recently learned that my parents have started listening to our show (laughs) oh dear oh god landon (laughs) and uh, even my parents don't do that my My mom loves shopping, and she loves to take me clothes shopping. Uh,
0: Landon, weren't you telling me just the other day how much you love shopping and all of your fond memories <laughs> of you and your mother going clothes shopping together back in well, the day? Th- honestly,
1: okay, uh, serious talk. That is the activity that I like. I-, I don't particularly like shopping. I feel like I've even said as much to her. I enjoy Doing an activity that she likes. I mean, we oh. we go to malls a lot, and it gives me an opportunity to walk around and, you know, be active and be on my feet and eventually end up in an Apple store and buying more than I need. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> uh, but I – trying on clothes is one of the worst things in the world. It, it's It's bad. It's a form of torture. And I am – Notoriously picky with my clothes Yeah uh, I, I have to get an image of myself Wearing something specific in my head I.e. a yellow hat <laughs> and It's then an easy I, image for me to conjure And then I buy it and then I wear it Until there's a cell phone hole in it yeah. Because I keep my cell phone under my hat. <laughs> that's that's a strange place for it. I mean it's it's really inconvenient when the thing but it must be a nice scout massage when you
0: get a text message. Yeah, and it though. keeps me warm too. Uh yeah, look, my favorite part about like the one upshot to me the only way I can get myself to go to the mall, and the only reason I I, the only reason I have pants to wear at all yeah. is that the mall that I go to has a Mongolian stir fry place in the <laughs> food court, and that's the only like okay. That's like okay, I'm at the mall. That's your treat for going. That's uh, but I'm gonna goddamn if I'm not gonna get some Mongolian like walk <laughs> stir fry where you put the stuff in the bowl yeah. and they grill it up there for you with the squeezy bottle full of water.
1: So uh, that that's my my caveat for this episode, mom. If you're listening, uh, you know why. So uh, why I like to go shopping with you. Take everything else with a grain of salt is all I'm going to say because I got more to say about, <laughs> about oh, he's the shopping experience. He's,
0: he's locked and loaded with some hot, spicy opinions. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you know, and speaking of going shopping with your mom, Randy is not jazzed on going shopping with his mom. Who is really? I mean, I didn't even like it as a kid. No, you know, I, I didn't particularly either. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he in it's, it's – and the things he's complaining about are the things that, that uh, certainly my mom did where it's like yeah. she'll always, you know – Want to follow them into the dressing room, see how they fit, wiggle the jeans, kind of. Sure they...
1: Yeah, something. Uh, uh, this is too extreme of a word, but there's something a little violating about it. You oh know? yeah, especially when you're at that age. Capital exactly. T, capital yeah. A. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's he's
0: saying you know you always, you always uh, stick your hand down the jeans to like see how far you know how how much space do there the is. Jiggle. Yeah, you do the the jiggle on them, and and Jill says, well, all mothers do that, <laughs> and Randy masterfully, a million chef kisses, says, and if all mothers jumped into Lake Michigan, would you do that too? <laughs> and she gives him this look back with this kind of wry smirk, and it's just, again, this
1: relationship that exists between Patricia Richardson <laughs> and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, um, at this point, Tim comes home, and he's got the news that uh, his hot rod is going to be in its first car show. Yeah, he's got the prime position between the bathrooms and the beer tent. Yep. So
0: every guy there is going to is going to see it uh and jill says we'll be able to take advantage of that
1: flush hour traffic <laughs> <laughs> jill has uh, been given a lot of like wordplay jokes in the last couple episodes yeah she's, uh, she's been
0: good she, I, I think it's... i think she must be taking uh, maybe she's joined the improv club <laughs> at
1: whatever college she's taking psychology classes at. she see oh that was pennsylvania i was gonna say was she in the same class as michael scott no <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it, would, it wouldn't surprise me If Michael Scott Drove hundreds of miles To be in <laughs> an improv class That he liked That he hadn't been banned from Um So you know how I know That this episode Was filmed in January How do you know The calendar In the kitchen Has changed Oh dear Does it have a, who, Who's on this calendar I don't know It's it's like a Arctic blue uh, it's the like landscape. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I'm a designer. I for my day job. I see colors what, what, first and foremost. What's
0: the Pantone code for this <laughs> uh for this one?
1: I don't I don't know Pantone codes, but it's it's somewhere You in call the, yourself a designer. In the dark aqua. Yeah. Um well, it might be just arctic blue. Um anyway, yeah, no, you're like Patrick Bateman talking it's... about the shades on <laughs> on the business card. I just watched an episode of, of Frasier where uh, Daphne was giving Frasier advice on what to say on a first date. She yeah. goes, "Ask what your first, your best, your favorite color is," mm-hmm. and he does. And when he's asked, and he's like, mm, "I don't know, maybe Arctic blue," <laughs> uh, which was uh, amazing. Anyway, just um, like that impression of Frasier was. <laughs> I it was it didn't become a, a dedicated Frasier impression until after the last word worded. Already, almost been done.
0: Hey, just like Frazier didn't become
1: a uh, <laughs> primary cast member of Cheers until after a couple seasons. Go on. Calendar It's changed. It says January and big words on it now. Yeah, which leads me to believe last month or last week it was the old calendar in the kitchen, and I didn't comment on it because it was nothing had changed. Uh, they were late in changing their calendar by at least a week. It, you just you, you find, you're, you're like a pioneer of boring things to notice. <laughs> It, it is It is really something. <laughs> I'm just saying it's evidence of how busy Jill is with her new study schedule that she wasn't uh, on top of the calendar. And Tim would never think to change it for her because he's not that considerate. T- Tim exists in a land outside of time. The land <laughs> before time, if you will. Where we're going, we don't need calendars. Yes, that place is the garage. <laughs> uh, so we get a weird beer stein or pee into a mug transition she says like you get that flush hour
0: traffic and then the transition starts and there's clear liquid (laughs) like a stream of clear liquid pouring down across the screen and it's like we're suddenly in a weird like distinctly German XXX video (laughs) and then I guess also German style a beer stein comes up filling up with the liquid which is yellow and frothy but (laughs) I don't know I don't know if I I don't either it was gross Whether it was beer or not, we we got okay. It look. Let's just call it what it is. It's a golden shower transition, and now we
1: need a shower. Uh, But that takes us to the set of Tool Time. We get our second Tool Time time, uh, scene in this episode. Back to the Tool Time (laughs) party, Uh, where they are because of Tim's excitement. Of course, everything in his life and creative decisions revolve around what's happening to him. He has dedicated this episode of Tool Time to hot rods.
0: Yes. Which, like, about probably thirty percent of Tool Time episodes are about hot rods, but this one is specifically about <laughs> inviting the guy who runs the car show that his hot rod is going to yeah. be in. Specifically, the
1: guy that, yeah, you're right,
0: yeah, the guy, the guy who runs the hot rod show, who is a
1: local pizza, Cause, yeah, because he hadn't made the offer yet, right? yeah, okay, yeah, no, he's not sorry. made the offer, go ahead, yet. yes. So it's it's a
0: local pizza magnate, uh, <laughs> Doug O'Brien of of uh, Papa Mia's Pizza. Is O'Brien? Oh, Papa Mia's? Yeah, Papa Mia's. Oh my gosh, I love Papa Mia's. Papa Mia's, a pizza place so good that everyone who hears its name must drop whatever they're doing to talk about their favorite type of pizza. From there, have you tried
1: their extra large with anchovies and pineapple?
0: No, I've not. I still haven't gotten to it. I've been so hung up on their on their uh, personal size with the uh, feta cheese and bacon and dark chocolate. Oh, right. It's a weird. It's a weird flavor contrast. It is. <laughs> I, what I like about this. I, I don't know. I'm I. Everyone everyone is obsessed with the pizza to the point that like Al, when Al finds out that Doug O'Brien owns Papa Mia's Pizza, he is immediately derailed from talking about tools at all. And can, yeah. oh, every time he talks, he is building up how, like which pizzas he loves and talking about it.
1: I can I go on a personal quest for a second. I I know. Yes. Do you, you know can. what I'm going to go into? Uh, you love pizza. Uh, I do love pizza. It's it's a, it's a weird thing. No one I know. else does. It's a, a totally British disgusting food. Line. I may have mentioned this on the podcast before uh, I don't remember if I did or not But I, I'm making a personal plea right now A personal pizza plea. My mom used to work at Domino's Farms Oh yes uh, I don't if know they grow the pizzas I don't know if I have uh, uh, You know, I never signed anything I never signed any waivers And it's been 25, <laughs> 30 years since uh, I've had this product Did they test experimental pizzas on you? They did Like super soldier serum <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's why I crave pizza all the time. With with the reanimator liquid and... uh... They tested one of the things in their private kitchen was a breakfast pizza. Have I talked about this before? I think
0: we've discussed it privately, but I'm I'm just like giving you room to talk about this because the world needs to know. I'm
1: very jealous of you having been able to see. It I'm this. so disappointed that this hasn't become a thing. Uh, for from what I remember, it was only an employees' uh, uh, type of pizza. Like they could only get it from the the experimental kitchen at the Domino's Farms. Was in Ann it, Arbor. was it listed as part of the benefits package, like <laughs> 401k, <laughs> dental, vision, breakfast pizzas? I, maybe I, I don't know. I didn't see my mom's contract, but. Um, the, the pizza was essentially, you know, scrambled eggs. Uh, you can get, Toss um, salads, a kind of gravy sort of like a mm. white sauce, uh, mm. <laughs> instead of, you know, tomato sauce. Then you can do the toppings and the cheese and, um, all kinds of other stuff, oh. but they had a way of baking it that had this kind of biscuity crust Oof. and, um, they never, they never marketed it. They never put it out to the world. And no one since then... I've never had a breakfast pizza. Uh, and I want that to exist. Yeah. So bad. How does it not... Like, so This is my personal plea to the world. Someone... Some pizza... You know what? We're going to get Buddy's Pizza from Michigan on the line, yeah, dude. And we're going to force them to make a breakfast pizza for us.
0: Yes. And if you subscribe at the Owl's Mom level <laughs> to our Patreon, we'll make a video of us eating it. Because you don't get that shit. That's for us. Uh, like, I'm just surprised... Like. It seems like such a layup to do that. Like, it, like the the pizza business, there's so much competition. Everyone's trying to out-pizza each other. Yeah. There's, like, multiple chains have offered some sort of dessert pizza,
1: which, ew, gross, I yeah. don't want a dessert pizza. I'm gonna—there's uh, only one single thing you need to do to pitch this uh, to make it financially feasible. Tweet about it? Hangovers. Yeah, oh yeah, seriously. Just yeah. I mean, look, people all, the hungover people already eat pizza for breakfast. Yeah. Why not market a specific pizza for that purpose? You get your protein out of it as well? Yeah. Rather than, you know, just the greasy uh pepperoni. Well the grease is part of fixing the hangover. Oh, That's but, true, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Uh no, it's uh oh la di da. Uh <laughs> sorry it... I don't consort with your uh, lower <laughs> types. Uh it's uh it's <laughs> it... my freezer's starting to sound a little bit like George Decay. <laughs> oh my. So you so
0: you are a Star Trek fan. Uh yeah, I um I, I I look, I'm just saying if we're in a society that at one point had a uh sandwich made out of two pieces of fried chicken, I don't know why we can't have a pizza made out of biscuits that is a breakfast food.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um but we went on a long tangent for yeah. my personal quest, which I appreciate. Uh you Giving me that time, Truman, and you, listeners. Um, I feel like I'm on that quest, too. We're going to go on another little tangent. Okay. Almost right away. Um, Why don't you take us back in the scene so that I can take us back out? Okay. So anyway, the guy who comes on the show is named Doug O'Brien. And he's the... played by Bruce McGill as we enter. Character Actor Corner. Oh boy, here we go. Doo, 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 doo. And Wait, you're not a... doing that anymore. This is a special one. Um that was the sound of the engine running. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's like one it's, of those it's like an uh, ice cream. Truck. One of those horns that uh people play, doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Uh you know what I'm talking about? I, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Okay. Oh, you see this in the newspaper It's yeah, we'll it. a real thing. Um But this is a special Character Actor Corner for a multitude of reasons. Are we going to learn a lesson about drug abuse or something? First, it's sponsored. uh, This is the first time this patron has sponsored a segment. So uh, this Character Actor Corner is sponsored by TJ. Yay, TJ. Thanks, TJ. We really appreciate it. Uh, Doug O'Brien, Papa Mia, is played by Bruce McGill. Mm. Are you familiar with this guy? No. Really? Really? I mean, I I, sh- I probably should be. But well, I'm not. Just, he's got one of those like faces. He's like, I I feel like you'd be in the top thirty of recognizable character actor faces. It doesn't do anything for you. I I have face blindness. I don't even know who you are right now. <laughs> I know him mostly from Tommy Boy, or uh, I'm sorry, from Black Sheep. Oh, okay, the sequel uh, to Tommy <laughs> the Boy. The sequel to Tommy Boy. Um, because I was a huge Chris Farley fan growing up, uh, and. Surprisingly, he also was in My Cousin Vinny, where he played someone called Sheriff Farley. Um, But he has been on MacGyver, Quantum Leap. Uh, Wow. started in the theater, I believe, um, because he was doing a lot of American Playhouses back in the day. Uh, Babylon 5. Do you remember Dave's World? No, I don't remember Dave's World. There was a short-lived sitcom as well. Is it Um, based on the movie Dave? (laughs) He was in Star Trek Voyager. Okay. Okay. Indiana Jones and the Infernal Machine video the, game. Oh, I remember that video game. As, Hot a, as a voice. Uh, he's been around for a long, long time. I'm trying to see if it tells me how many Wh- credits whoa, he has. Well, wait. Can I play my game? One. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh. Hundred, hundred and fifty eight credits, uh, including Animal House. Oh, okay. He was uh, D Day. Oh,
0: remember, right. remember D-Day? Not not very clear. It's been a while okay. since I've seen Animal House, despite it being filmed at my
1: college. <laughs>
0: oh, really? I didn't know yeah, that.
1: Yeah, no, just shot at the University of Oregon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Animal House.
0: <laughs> well, well, let me tell you, the geography in that movie does not match up to how campus actually <laughs> works. You can't hit a golf ball from uh, Hayward Field and have it go into the dean's office. It <laughs> does not
1: work that way, sir. <laughs> Two thumbs down for Animal House. Not realistic enough. And he was also in Time Cop. So, ooh, Time but Cop. Let us play... Was he on ER? i I'm going to say he was not on E-R. Your gut serves you right again.
0: Oof. Oof.
1: I'm good. I'm feeling good. All right. Great. Yes, Bruce McGill was not on E-R. You That's have- kind
0: of an achievement to be on like Babylon 5, Quantum Leap,
1: uh and all those other things like all those other 90s staples but not er and he's still he's still acting to this day uh good for him yeah i think his last longest run on uh tv was in uh shades of blue whatever whatever that is probably a cop show he was also on suits how about that oh with Uh, the and he was on the newest macgyver too oh god uh anyway that's character actor corner for bruce mcgill Thank you Bruce and thank you TJ for sponsoring this character actor corner. Yes, brought to you by Trader Joe's. Okay, so uh
0: so Doug comes out, talks to them uh about I guess how much he loves hot rods basically. It's not it's nothing informative. It's just, "Hey, let's talk to this dude uh about uh this thing that that he likes." And also something that I noticed <laughs> is that is that uh, this happens on every interview segment. I just noticed it now. They have a guest on the show to talk to him. Tim sits down in a nice, comfortable Don't leather recliner. Yeah. The guy gets to sit on a shop class stool yeah. next to Al.
1: Well, it's it's kind of that uh that negotiation of uh what I call the Magnificent Seven negotiation, where Steve McQueen and Yule Brenner couldn't decide on their title placement, like who was the bigger star, so they yeah. did the diagonal Uh, you know, Steve McQueen in the upper right-hand corner, Eul Brenner in the lower right-hand corner, so if you're looking at it, Eul Brenner's name is first, but it's below Steve McQueen's, but that's second, so you don't know who's on top and who's not. Uh,
0: yes, yes, Uh, otherwise known as the, uh, same placement they used in the opening credits of Cheers when it's Ted Danson, top left, Shelley Long, Long, lower right, I mean, who's... And you never know who's
1: going to come out ahead because they're so evenly matched. <laughs> so yeah, I, the the guest always gets the height advantage, but uh, Tim gets the comfort advantage. Advantage. Yep. Advantage. vintage uh, the the comfort vintage it vintage is
0: there any comedy to mine in this let's let's go a little deeper I'm just keep saying it okay well long story short he starts talking about how much he loves hot rods and tim basically says well i should take you outside and show you my hot rod yeah. so th- and that can get you arrested in some places <laughs> i should take you well the guy's over 18 it's fine <laughs> so they just go parading off the set and i guess the cameras follow them outside yeah to where they have a camera set up on a crane or something to do some kind of swoopy shots of tim's car also when they walk out the door of the studio we see that al zagal is still spray painted on the side of the It was wall. a nice touch yeah. a million thumbs up that's really good <laughs> um and so he well he did you know he's talking about how i you know doug's talking about the how he loves the thrill he gets when he sees a beautifully crafted restoration and al says that's the same thrill i get when i see one of your pizzas <laughs> and then they're they're out there yeah, and I so I guess this is still on the show, even though I don't know how it's being broadcast now that they're outside the studio. Yeah,
1: they got a, I mean, they
0: got they got a handheld cam, I guess. I guess if they were set up for but the camera's kinda of floating up in ways that like No, yeah, true. Maybe the cameraman has a jetpack. I don't know. <laughs> uh cameraman is James Bond. Yes, exactly. He's slumming it now. He's gotta pay those child support payments somehow. <laughs> uh so you know, and they it's basically just them marveling over Tim's nice looking hot rod. Yep. Talking about all their
1: memories of it. And it's it's It ends kind of open-ended in a way that's like, I I don't know what I was supposed to get from that scene. Yeah. I mean, as we're watching it chronologically, I understand now, but uh, it was like, that was weird. What what did that serve? (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. The guy's just like, oh, oh man, it's a 32 Ford. You got this and this to it. And Tim's like, yeah, I put this on it and this on it. No, Al was there that night that we did this thing. The, The biggest note that I took out of it is like, the guy, you know, Doug mentions taking pleasure in something, and Al says, "You know what I take pleasure in? Your Hawaiian pizza. When you put extra pineapple on it, it's to die for." And Tim's joke is, "Let's uh, then let's buy an extra large one, so we'll leave us alone or something." But but the more important thing is <laughs> Al. Al, no,
1: you're you're wrong. <laughs> that, oh, okay. This is I always I get excited when you and I share uh, a thing. I mean, I you're feel, you're non pineapple on oh, a pizza person. Yeah, I've, I've I've got a heart, don't I, and a and a functional stomach. I don't know, like I'm the just, people I'm, that like pineapple on pizza though, they are like diehard about it. Yeah, I I think because they're like a suicide cult,
0: <laughs> like, like the fucking branch Davidans <laughs> wanting to put pineapple on pizza that ruins a perfectly great <laughs> fruit and a perfectly good Italian food. Don't do it. Don't do. I'm no. Don't do it. Oh my god. I would sooner eat a pizza with goat cheese and bacon and dark chocolate on it <laughs> than with pineapple on it. Disgusting.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: I would sooner eat a pizza with anchovies on it and I don't even like anchovies.
1: <laughs> that's a—that's uh, a opinion that you have. That's an opinion that you probably have too. I Yeah, I don't know that I feel as strongly about it. You don't- I don't like it. I would never order it. If there was nothing else, I might pick off the, the pineapple. I don't... The thing with pineapple that I don't like is that it... The citrus bleeds onto the rest of the pizza so that yeah. even if you pick it off, yeah. it doesn't have, like, the mushroom issue, where you can pick off a mushroom and it doesn't taste like mushroom still. Yeah. If you pick off a pineapple, it still tastes like pineapple.
0: Yeah. Well, what's
1: been done cannot be undone.
0: <laughs> also, the pineapple that they usually put on pizza is not, like, good pineapple like either. Like, dull, canned pineapple. Pineapples come from a can. <laughs> they were put there by a man in a factory downtown. So, uh... Anyways, yeah, we end this scene, and we go to the backyard where Tim is talking to Wilson,
1: and Wilson is making uh, candles in the snow using paraffin, and uh, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. People do it sometimes. Apparently, Wilson also, once Tim says that he sold the hot rod to Papa Mia, Wilson immediately gets distracted and says, oh, I love his pizzas, and goes into the grossest sounding pizza i would rather have pineapple than having a snail pizza
0: yeah he mentioned well he gets like the the feta and spinach and then he puts snails on it yeah okay
1: you're right i would rather eat a pineapple pizza than that (laughs) uh so he has you know we've seen him eat bugs in the past we've seen him eat a lot of strange things here's a question for you has wilson tasted flesh
0: in borneo maybe <laughs> or like when he was in ecuador like uh-huh. back before he met his wife like I, it wouldn't like not not in a i killed someone to to eat them but in a like alive the movie type situation where they have to okay. eat some people it wouldn't surprise me okay you know. and and wilson would probably you know probably had and i think he actually he probably ate someone's brain and gained their intellect which is why he's so smart <laughs> So, yeah, so, uh, but the the big revelation here is Tim just casually mentions to Wilson that he sold the hot rod. Wilson is shocked. He can't believe that Tim did this. Truman and Landon are shocked. They can't
1: believe that Tim did this. I can't believe that the writers skipped over that.
0: Yeah, like, they go from, like, why wouldn't you show us that scene? right. Like, why would you not
1: show that? (laughs) Seems pretty crucial to the episode but yeah yeah so uh, they you know so tim is like oh, yeah, i had a stone i don't really you know I'm- Well, he admits in the scene that he's like well it's the process of building it that i really enjoy and uh you know wilson goes well you know i thought you really you know love that car with your soul and he goes yeah yeah but i've got you know he pulls out his wallet and you know all of the pictures flop down uh, yeah like people used to have in their wallets yeah. It's and a wallet. I don't even have a wallet anymore. You just have a sandwich bag with all of your
0: uh, <laughs> credit cards in it. Uh, so but so he tells this to Wilson, and it's kind of a surprise. Tim goes back inside as Jill and the boys are getting home from the store. Yeah. Uh, from shopping. And, uh, or I guess this is the next day. I don't fucking know. There's a transition in there
1: somewhere. But look, we're speeding along. Uh, yeah, the, the aggressive transition where the, the oh the, the car just... <laughs> Boom! We have kind of a quiet scene with uh yeah. with Tim and Wilson, and then all of a sudden it's just like shunk. Yeah. I the the Jill's Jill's cherry red T
0: bird or whatever just goes dropping into the frame. Which, <laughs> which I guess got like fixed. I don't remember us uh, getting that info. Yeah, well this is a different car than the one that the that the thing got dropped Like I don't know how many fucking cars the Taylors have. But this I think this is Tim's car. <laughs> That's why he's so worried about money. But um I, I guess. But yes, yeah, so they come home from the grocery store. Yeah. They have canvas grocery bags Oh, look at them being progressive in the 90s. Way to go not you putting more single-use plastic out there in the world, yeah, Jill. or the paper. Yeah, or the paper. Um, but so they come in, and Tim gleefully announces to them that he sold the hot rod, and they are all shocked. And he says, yeah. but wait, you see how many zeros are on this check that he gave me? Like, he made me an offer I can't refuse. We never see this offer being made. We no. never see...
1: How much it is.
0: Yeah, how much it is. And... You know, so the kids are. It makes sense that the kids are upset. Like, Brad is the most. The kids of are course, all kind of yeah. upset. Brad is most upset. Like you said, I was going to get to drive it when I learned how to drive. And Tim's like, "Oh, uh, yeah."
1: Ugh. I mean, he became a man on that car. Yeah. Uh, let me mm, rephrase that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's I mean, not, not what I meant. You know, using the welder for the first time. Yeah, you know.
0: exactly. I mean, that car. Yeah, that car. Like, and I think for Mark, to a certain extent too. Like, Mark is also well. Kind Mark's of upset the one who built it. Yeah, Mark <laughs> did all the work. While, while Tim and Jill were off shagging there in their hidden fuck holes, uh, <laughs> which I mean are like built into the house, not like body parts. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> sorry wait did you say your mom listened to this oh god oh jeez! i'm sorry mrs solano um so the point is <laughs> the point is the whole family is aghast that tim did this jill against type is also upset jill is is like tim how could you how could you sell the car like it she's shocked and almost angry which you know she says to tim like like You know, like Tim says, but look how much money I got for it. And it's like, that isn't true to... Like, again, like we said earlier, Tim is not the guy who's thinking about money. Yeah, right. That's also the sort of thing that I feel like would resonate with Jill, who was actually concerned about the budget, college
1: funds, that sort of thing. Here's... If we're going to crack this open, the the thing with Jill, um, my view of it was that she has to know that she sacrificed a lot for the household for you know, their marriage, everything, allowing Tim to work on that thing night after night after night and obsess and whatever, Yeah, and to just kind of throw her sacrifice out the window for a couple of zeros, I can see her being mad about that that's without fair. any kind of, you know, uh, uh, conversation between the family.
0: Yeah. that's No, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. I see that. Like, that was definitely... She she made a lot of sacrifices in her life Including like where that pottery wheel Was going to go that we just completely <laughs> forgot about Like she sold it to pay for a psychology school I, I guess I guess uh, Well maybe Tim could buy her another one with the money from this Yeah, maybe. But so she's um, You know she's upset and she says to Tim Well I'm just like I don't care about the money Where do you draw the line You know you love that hot rod for enough money Would you sell
1: your tools me the kids And Tim goes I'm not going to sell my tools <laughs> Which is funny um but this brad gets really really you know kind of hurt by this and and storms off and um you know tim goes well i i really like tim allen's performance in this moment because he there is a kind of like genuine panic and and like remorse it was like oh uh, should i go back and and try to get it back yeah like he is worried about his relationship with brad because of his actions like there's an immediate sort of uh, absorption of of the problem yeah uh, at play here
0: yeah it's not it's not like tim going like
1: oh no yeah,
0: it's exactly. like him, him actually being upset at yeah. what's happened and yeah. showing some real concern which is refreshing i like
1: that yeah and jill says i think you should do what you think is right and tim goes i hate it when
0: you say that
1: <laughs> do, do, do 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 cash transition we go into the nook Where we get the most disposable scene of the episode. Yeah. um, Where Tim is... We we get a close-up on the books. Well, I guess it's a close-up on a photo. I was obsessed with the books. I'm not going to go into it. But um, as we pull out, Tim is looking up uh, the corporate number for Papa Mia's. Yes. And uh, he gets an operator on the line. It says, can you give me the the number? And the operator starts going on about their favorite Papa Mia's pizza. And he can't... You know... as a as the scene by itself, I think his performance is pretty funny. I think the i the conceit is funny. Does not fit into anything else. There's no ramifications of this whatsoever. It felt like they added this because they just needed to stretch the show runtime. Yeah, and there's and a million things you could have added that the show actually needed. I suppose it's possible that they had a scene in there early in the episode where they explained the things that we want. But it ran too long, but by taking it out, they were, came up short and had to write this scene. I mean, that's a possibility. I guess, but, you, but making the show for four and a half seasons, guys, yeah, like, have you true. figured this out at this point? Uh, I also need to point out um, that Tim is, you know, by our new sweatshirt corner, <laughs> Tim is wearing uh, Lake Superior State University, by, um, which is in Sault uh, Ste. Marie, Oh Michigan, so Sault there you saint go.
0: Marie yeah, that's uh, way w- w- way w- up north what w- what did she do why were we, why were we gonna sewer?, Huh? <laughs> eh? Eh? she didn't perform eh? that miracle, yeah, you hear this oh yeah, that's that's pretty good, <laughs> that's funny, uh, so anyway, yeah, he tries to get in touch with them. Yeah. that doesn't seem to be working out. We, we get, get a pizza cutter transition, oh, that's what it was, that was a Ouija transition, <laughs> um, but pizza is way more uh on brand, uh so yeah, we cut to Jill and Randy at the clothes store oh, buying God. those clothes. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, you know, it's so she's doing all the things that he Spoiler hates.
1: alert, Mom, you might want to, uh, <laughs> skip for the next 15 minutes of this. Uh,
0: yeah, spoiler alert, Landon's mom, you might want to go, go also, like, skip, like, go back in time and not listen to <laughs> some of the other things I was saying here. Um, so yeah, it's, and it's the classic, you yeah. know, at the store with mom things. Like, he's just, <laughs> this scene really gave me the vapors.
1: He's, <laughs> To, to was, use one of your terms.
0: I'm sure it wasn't the pizza? Uh. <laughs> He's, you know, Randy is sitting around with, like, this big stack of jeans that Jill is piling on, and she's choosing stuff for him, and she sends him into the dressing room to start trying them on. Uh, She barges into the dressing room before he's done putting the pants on, and he's like, you know, he's shy about it. He's like, oh, it's nothing I haven't seen before. Yeah, but it's not something that the rest of the store hasn't seen before. (laughs) Uh, Well, Jill isn't thinking of this, is she? No. Also, I should point out that last episode... Uh, she's like Wilson said some line to Tim about like, uh, you know, how Brad is unwilling to show his, uh, I, I don't know. It's like, it's, 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 it's difficult for a boy to expose his, uh, oh, right. yeah. is expose his inadequacy or yeah. something to his. <laughs> To his father, and Tim says, ah, I've seen him in the shower before. (laughs) So just a lot of jokes about, like... uh, Yeah, that's a little weird. About about naked kids. Uh, But, you know, so she's doing the jiggle and everything, and Mm -hmm. and, uh, Randy is not happy about that. But
1: here's the thing. This this feels more out of character for Jill to me than uh, anything else in this episode. Because she is so in tune with... You know, parenting and with... You know, she's in psychology. She has to know. And she has so many stories about her parents embarrassing her. Absolutely. This feels like it was a conceit of the writer. That this is just funny. This is something that a parent does, that a mom does. I don't feel like it's a thing that Jill does.
0: There could be a better way of doing this that would make sense where it's like... Jill is st- like where it's a story about Randy growing up and Jill realizing like I can't take him shopping like he was when he was a little boy yeah, now. right he's getting to that age where I need to give him more independence it kind of follows those beats but doesn't have yeah. Jill undergoing that journey necessarily right yeah And so, anyway, you know, Randy's saying like this is embarrassing. People are gonna see me. And she says, "Oh well, you know, no one's gonna see you here. There's no cool people here." Sure enough, three cute girls
1: from Randy's school. Beth, the girl that he's somewhat dating.
0: Oh shit, that that. Remember
1: the awkward uh, double date on the couch with the booger snookies. Booger snookies feels like so long ago. Also. Okay,
0: well, we'll we'll get through this scene, and then I'll call okay. it my point of order. So anyway, the girls come over mm-hmm. and start talking to him, and he immediately goes into damage control mode, trying yeah. to play it cool. Jill kind of, and, and this is where Jill though suddenly gets
1: with it and she's yeah. like, she
0: kind of fades into the background. And
1: proves some of those improv skills that uh, you had mentioned earlier. Because yeah. she drops a line that I'm like, oh my god, if I, I couldn't even come up with that in my improv days.
0: Yeah, like they're, like he's talking to the girls and it's like, oh yeah, you know, just, just chop it off. How about the biology test or whatever? And they say, and he. They say something like So so do you shop here often And and he says Oh yeah I'm just You're just here Looking for some clothes And then like Jill Like kind of I guess she comes up behind She holds him.
1: A, a shirt up to his back To measure it Yeah
0: and, and they like I don't know if they ask Is that your mom or something He goes
1: but I'm not here with my mom We're just here independently She you know Happened to be here And we run into each other And Jill pipes in and goes Yeah I was over at the Cheese chalet Buying a gouda log <laughs> It was, it was
0: really good. Like that I didn't that, they they play off each other so well in this moment. Yeah. like I really love this chemistry between them where it's like she she now is like trying to be cool for her son. She isn't yeah.
1: playing the like the typical sitcom mom would be like,
0: Oh no, we're here together. Why are you embarrassed by me? She like
1: gets it and is trying to <laughs> yeah, be cool. Yeah. And then of course the the button to the scene is the the uh uh clerk for the uh department store. store. Yeah. Jesus Christ, my brain's not working. Comes over with a pair of underrous that aren't even wrapped. No, yeah, just, yeah. Just just, <laughs> it, like, just She loose pulled them underoos. off of the last kid that his mother uh peeked on him in the the mm. dressing room. Mm. And is like, "Were these what you were looking for? Are these is the undies that you were looking for for your little boy?" Really? <laughs> and the yeah, and the she turns into like in a, a pig
0: yeah <laughs> weird psycho that was the uh, score yeah you you ate one of the you ate one of the magic mushrooms and you grew three sizes larger <laughs> um so uh that's why you take the mushrooms off your pizza mm-hmm. so uh but so she says this and the girls all laugh at Randy now let me say this yeah I've talked to a number of girls since we started doing this show. What I know, it's strange. It's strange. You're
1: growing up without me.
0: I know. I I, I know. I know. What's <laughs> like, it's like? Because I go shopping without you now. But I've talked, you know, and I say, oh, I'm doing this podcast about home improvement, and they're like, oh my god, home improvement. Oh my god, I had the biggest crush
1: on Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like, I, like, I, basically yeah.
0: every. I know. I don't
1: know. I mean, I this. lived through JTT fever, so I mean, that's no surprise to me.
0: Yeah, it was around. Like, I was, you know, I was there for some of it, too. I'm just saying, the notion that Jonathan Taylor Thomas, like, like, like these girls, like with the looks and the charisma that he's got, these girls are not going to be put off for long. Like he could literally, he <laughs> yeah. could have literally shit his pants right then and there yeah. and they
1: still would have been coming around for him at school the next day. Like, oh my God. Hey,
0: how was that
1: <laughs> test? You know, I, I'm going to, so this is, I'm going to renege on my, my comment about Jill not getting it. Cause maybe it is just a motherly thing. Yeah. Uh, because I still have instances where I will, I don't really shop when I go out with my mom. Uh, you know, I, I walk around, I pretend to look at things, but there have been instances where I maybe will find a pair of shoes or something, and uh, it's embarrassing, but she's like, don't buy anything because I have a coupon. And it's like, you know, normally I'm fine, I'll just buy whatever I want to online. Yeah, But there have been a, a number of times when I've found one thing that I've wanted but couldn't buy it because she has a coupon, and there's an attractive clerk waiting on me and all of a sudden at you know thirty two or however old I was have to go, I can't I have to wait till my mom comes with a coupon and then my mom comes with a coupon and buys shoes with a coupon while I'm sitting there like going, Okay, well there goes my libido
0: but maybe but maybe the maybe the girl is really into couponing and so
1: maybe that's that's your end. maybe that gets her libido going <laughs> if this happens again in the future i'll be sure to ask it was not the case at the time uh yeah so i got the antithesis of how those girls looked at jtt <laughs> also i was not 11 i that well that, that's that's also a factor i'm sure jtt isn't as catnip now as he was when he was 11
0: <laughs> uh i don't know man i i mean you know you you know you save money on shoes, but you pay a price in another way. I guess. Yeah. To
1: be fair, it was back when they lived in Michigan. It's like I'm not going to do anything 2,500 miles away, but you know, it, just to have that moment of flirtation and then have it sucked away by saying, "Yeah, my mom's coming by."
0: Mrs. Solano, don't listen to this. When you're 2,500 miles away, is exactly when you do something. <laughs> now, is it, you just you just get you get on the plane That's the next fair. day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, love him and leave him, just like James Bond. Yeah. Exactly like James Bond. Meet him at a shoe store in Michigan and
1: then fly home. Uh, We go into the garage where um, JTT, I'm just going to call him that now because that's in my brain, is just so dismayed that the kids at the school... The kids at the school the yeah. next day are going
0: to
1: be jiggling his pants all all the time. And Jill tries to, like, justify her embarrassment of it yeah, by yeah. going into, like, everybody has embarrassing stories. It's like, yeah, but you're the one that caused this one. Yeah, like, she's saying, like, oh, once when I was in school at a table full
0: of boys, like, I laughed so hard at a joke that chocolate milk shot out my nose. It was so embarrassing. And
1: then JTT just gives it the most perfect pause and then goes... Yeah, but then did your mom come in and show him your bra? And, and she goes, No, that did not happen. <laughs> and he says, Come back when you got a story about underwear. <laughs> uh, and then we get a. There's no transition, just a fade in, fade out. Let's reverse that. Uh, to. Nice Willy Wonka. <laughs> to Papa Mia's big garage. Yeah, yeah this is a uh, big car museum. Well, basically, a Willy Wonka's chocolate factory of cars. Yes. Now,
0: what has happened here, Like, I think there's a brief scene at home that's not worth discussing, but like. Where like Tim Jill like Tim comes home is like okay well Papa Mia isn't or isn't gonna
1: sell this the- is, yeah the tail end of that scene
0: yeah he's like he's 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 not gonna sell the car back but I'm gonna go to his garage and try and beg him Jill Brad come with me like you guys act really sad and maybe you can help me yeah. convince him
1: and so we go to this garage this yes.
0: garage this large. Aircraft hangar-style garage full of classic cars.
1: Yep. And you asked me a quick question while we were
0: uh, <laughs> just introduced to this set. We're getting these this big sweeping pan over this big, uh, you know, kind of display garage filled with cars. And I'm thinking, like, wow, this looks kind of like the Peterson Automotive Museum, but that wasn't built until, like, five years ago. <laughs> this does look—but, I mean, what—like, what, what like, where, are, where would there be a lot— of classic hot rods and cars lovingly displayed in the San Fernando Valley where they were shooting this near ABC Studios Burbank, <laughs> where, and I say to Lana, this kind of looks like Jay Leno's garage. Did
1: yeah, 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 yeah. You hear about this? Jay Leno's got a garage for the cast. It's a real thing.
0: Um, I feel like... In the compendium of bad impressions, because I never watched Jay Leno and never really paid it. Like that's mine is the worst. But but yeah, so I say to Landon, (laughs) this is Jay Leno's garage. Yeah. And they start going through the garage and looking at all these nice amazing cars and drooling over them. And Landon, what happens? Uh we are
1: introduced to our next character actor. Played by
0: Mr. Jay Leno. Uh, hey, you hear about this, Jay Leno? He was on, uh, he was on uh, Home Improvement?
1: Yeah, nah, and you know what? There's He's not really a character actor, so it's it's kind of a character actor with a caveat. But uh, you know what? It's it's a cameo corner. How about oh, okay. that? Is, okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, Jimmy Carter isn't a character actor either. Yeah, that's
1: true. And we didn't really go into whether or not he was on ER. I don't know if he was or not. We never looked it up. <laughs> i'm gonna say no but i don't want to rule out like stock archival footage like Fair. a flashback okay. episode uh, do you okay so uh cameo corner is yeah. brought to us by spencer tk we're not doing last names in this episode so uh thank you spencer for uh sponsoring this cameo corner of jay leno f- former host of the tonight show yeah twice yeah should yeah Jay Leno who we all love so much
0: from jaywalking ah uh, yeah and the, the, from headlines you sure stuck it to all those just ordinary people walking <laughs> around on the street um yeah so I'm not a big Jay Leno fan um not either. He he, straight up sucks. Now,
1: if it had been David Letterman in there, I, you know what? I have a Jay Leno story though. Can I? Yeah, I know yeah, we're no, 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 we're no, no. long in the oh, tooth yeah, here. Yeah, you hear
0: about this You're The this Jay Leno story.
1: Jay Leno performs at the Hermosa Comedy and Magic Club uh, down in Hermosa Beach, Still? and uh, yeah, to this day, did they, um, they get like a restraining order or something? It's it's like his club. He goes there on Sundays and like does uh, doesn't act pretty consistently. I don't know if it's a routine, but I mean it's often enough. Um, and I used to, one of my first jobs was down at Hermosa beach. And, um, with a bunch of friends one night, we were walking up and down, uh, the Hermosa pier and that area. Like you do. And I had parked on the opposite side of, uh, the club. And as we were walking to my car one night, I was wearing flip flops and, uh, right. There's this alleyway right before you get to the club. And, um, I'm not gonna lie. I was at karaoke. I had had a lot of beers. Don't listen, Mrs. Solano. (laughs) (laughs) It's root beers. And uh, as... uh, I gotta give you cringe warning. Okay. So there's grossness about to happen. So... Okay. uh, As I was stepping up onto a curb, I tripped a little bit, and let's just say curb met toenail. That's all I'll I'll say. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. And uh, it hurt. There was blood. And I did that the second... That I stepped on on the pavement as someone was taking a picture with Jay Leno. And I said, ah, motherfucker! God damn it! As I'm standing, as I'm crossing right in front of the lens of (laughs) Jay Leno taking this photo with fans. (laughs) That's not a photo bomb, that's a photo nuke. (laughs) And it didn't occur to me who it was until I was like, you know, because I saw red for, you know... in my eyes, you know, you hit your toe, you like stub your yeah. toe and like you can't see anything for yeah. a second or two, so until I had passed him, I didn't even realize what had happened um and that's my chamber leno story i and and I just, I really hope, I really want in my
0: head. It's three nuns <laughs> getting a picture taken with Jay Leno or something, or like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir yeah. is in town and they all love Jay Leno. And for then some I fell
1: through a plate glass window into yeah. a thing of chickens and feathers flew everywhere and, and a, a uh, watermelon fell. And now, somewhere. and now the it's you're you're in the movie 1941, I guess.
0: <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's that's a pretty good Jay Leno story. Yeah, my your story. Hey. Yeah, geez, right. uh, my Jay Leno story is I was out on a bike ride uh, On the Chandler bike path in Burbank once And I was waiting at a light And uh, a little, yeah, yeah. and and folks When you hear how boring this story is You'd be surprised that I told Landon this story uh, Jay Leno drove by So I Saw a little red roadster drive by With a dude <laughs> with a big chin and white hair And that was overshadowed yeah. later in the bike ride when I saw a uh, homeless guy in a motorized wheelchair riding it down a freeway on ramping it on the Hollywood freeway like that was the most exciting thing from the ride <laughs> that, that's more exciting than Jay Leno yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway but Jay Leno is here in this garage yeah. and he says something to him like, he says like they're drooling over the car like Jill says you guys are drooling over these cars and he turns He stop, Jay Leno is there like wiping down yeah, he, the he's
1: the, the like maintenance man of uh, of this garage yeah and he goes like no eating drinking or drooling
0: Hey, no, one no drinking. <laughs> and ain't that's no it. Drooling.
1: This is one line. Uh, he has another line coming up, but and, like, and they look at him. It and was he looks as good. awkward as it sounds.
0: It, well, yeah, especially because they just all kind of look at each other afterwards and like give it like, like
1: they give him a lot of time <laughs> on the screen to just be like, "Hey, guys, yeah, eh, eh, <laughs> uh, and we we're gonna reconfigure the scene because this happened before Jay Leno, but you know, for the sake of this, it didn't. Uh, they run into a guy named Bud. Played by Larry Fat Flash Jenkins Yeah. Uh, for our third character actor corner of the episode. And this one is sponsored by, I have it written down, Michael V.S. So thank you, Michael. Thank um, you, Michael V.S. Larry, Larry Flash Jenkins. Uh, not very recognizable, but he has done a lot of stuff. Um, Fer- Ferris Bueller's day off. Wait, is he one of the valets? He is, uh, it's called, no, no, he's not one of the people who steal the cars that you're asking? No. Uh, His role in that is attendance co-pilot. Attendance (laughs) co-pilot. I don't remember if there's a, a plane scene in that movie. I don't think so. Unless it's the parking attendant. That maybe oh, then it. it would be yeah, him. okay.
0: Yeah, the, the two guys okay. Well, then that's good. That's a
1: relevant hot rod joyriding yeah. role. Oh, yeah.
0: Why, why, is, why is Papa Mia letting this guy be around his hot rods?
1: <laughs> good question. Maybe he has a uh, what's it? Uh, prison outpatient. What's the word I'm looking oh, for? Oh, uh, yeah. Work release program. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. well, uh, still, hey, you know, um, good for him. Yeah, he was also in Fletch playing a character called Gummy and <laughs> uh, Body Double. Oh. How about that? Let's uh, play our meta game. Was he in ER? Yes. No. I meant no.
0: <laughs> ah, fuck. <laughs> he was not. Uh, okay. Okay. I guess I I should have checked for more
1: '90s TV credits. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, that's cool. Good, yeah. good. Good. Okay. Good to see. Good okay. to see.
1: Yeah. So back out of character actor corner. Uh, Bud, this character is going to get Mister O'Brien, uh, yeah. Papa Mia, for Tim. Um, while they peruse the cars. Yeah. So they look around,
0: look at all these big, expansive, nice, fancy cars, and uh, presently they come up on Papamia, who yep. is uh, chilling by uh, Tim's hot rod, Yeah. Uh, like like the crown jewel of his collection, like you'll <laughs> never get it back, like he even opens the door and sits in it in the course of this conversation. <laughs> Which is a power move. I know, I this know. This is my car now. You don't become the pizza oh king of Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Set phasers to hot rod. <laughs> uh... But so he yeah he sits in his car and, and you know Tim Tim is begging him, he's got Brad he's coached Brad on a really sad pathetic face it's to the point that when he introduces he said this is my son sad I mean Brad Brad is sad <laughs> uh, and you know Papa, and then Brad does his uh, uh he
1: puts on a pout
0: yes to sell it and Papa Mia so you know he's Papa Mia says no I'm I'm sorry I just can't give you the car back and he explains that. uh. It's a 32 Ford hot rod and that when he first was getting started, his dad, like his dad used to have a 32 Ford hot rod. His dad sold it uh, and used that money to buy Papa Mia his first pizza oven to get him started in the business. So literally Papa John's origin story, which, (laughs) and and this had the, I know that this is, and like, you know, oh, and, and, you know, my dad saw your car on the show and, and he remembered it and so I, I bought it for him to give it to him for his 75th birthday. Like in a vacuum that's a sweet thing mm-hmm. and I should be on his side. Because I now associate him with uh uh Papa John, yeah. I'm I'm like, No fuck you, you rich racist
1: asshole. Buy a well, buy a thirty two you can get it anywhere. Uh, Papa Papa John got ousted from Papa John's. I know. So you can hate the person and not the company now. H- hate the player, not the pizza game? Yeah, I think so. I think it's okay now. I, I think... I mean, I still... I mean,
0: it's still actually... I'm still probably more of a Papa John's fan than I am of a lot of pizza places. Okay. It's the garlic sauce.
1: <laughs> no, I understand that. And they, they introduced a, a spicy garlic sauce recently. What? Yeah, how about that? I'm getting heartburn
0: just thinking about this it. This
1: is not a paid ad by Papa John's.
0: The, this is a very pizza-centric episode yeah. of Grunt Work, which is the way we like it. I know. Uh... So anyway, he's you know, flat out refusing to, to give the car back, and like it's just
1: too too sweet of a story. Yeah. Meanwhile, Brad has sauntered off into the background where he discovers uh, a beat-up, unfinished uh, 60, uh, 46 Ford convertible.
0: Yeah, and he calls Tim over to take a look at it, and Tim comes over, and they're both kind of cooing over the, Oh, it's got the this and that, and oh wow, we could do this and that to it, and chop this down and that, and... Brad is.
1: I think those are the exact words. Yeah,
0: yeah. I just like just in Carlingo brackets. is
1: not very sophisticated.
0: No, it's well, it's really <laughs> not. But but Brad is. You know, Brad is suggesting all these things they could do to it, and Tim, like. Like, the writing here really deteriorates, where Brad is, Brad <laughs> yes. says something like, oh, we can do all these things to it, and Tim says, that's what I like. You get excited about fixing up cars, not just having cars. It's like, there, yeah, that's the emotional beat of the scene, writers. Thank you for
1: putting uh, it on the billboard. The next beat is actually, I. the note I wrote is, this is a Birdemic line. Yeah. Uh, because... Uh Papa Mia comes over and Tim goes, what would you do for this? And he just goes, tell you what, car guy to car guy, I'll make you a good deal. And Tim goes, yes, we will take it. And they shake hands and they all kind of rejoice for an awkward amount of time. And then the scene is over. They are hanging out with their family, having themselves a party. Like oh my god hard... that joke
0: is for one person in the world. Uh, yes and it's the person on the other side of this yes. table. Uh, <laughs> like how hard would it have been to like here here's what it, here's all that he had to all he had to say is hey I'll just give it to you cuz I'm clearly an extremely wealthy yeah, guy. Right. They've already and mentioned I'm fucking
1: th- you out of this thing that means a lot to you. Yeah
0: like I like they've already mentioned that there's a car in there worth over a million dollars and yeah. there's probably 30 cars in this place. He already has Jay Leno working for him. I got
1: to get the that pizza cheddar. Ch- cheddar.
0: Oh, the pizza cheddar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it, is
1: it, is, it's not money if you give it a hard R. Oh, I is see. Is that right? It. I'm asking. I don't know. I, I, I think that's a linguistic thing. Yeah, okay. sure. <laughs> uh,
0: but I mean, it's just
1: like it's so. Like, I don't know why it had to be. I'll give yeah. you a good deal for it. Like, and then we get uh, another line. Uh, we get Jay Leno's second line, which he com- comes over like the mystic uh, car guy. He goes, "Of all the cars here, that's the one that I would have chosen." And then gives a weird wink and, and, and they turn all, back to the camera and like and does really, it again. Really weird energy off of it's this. Weird. Yeah. It, it's all like constructed around Jay Leno. It's weird. And trivia. This actually was filmed in Jay Leno's garage. Okay. I mean I kind of pieced that. that yeah. Does just even count as trivia. Like as no. soon as I
0: saw Jay Leno, it was like, oh, of course that's what they did. <laughs> uh yeah, it's um it's weird. It's not a, it's not good. And then that's it. They they agree to get this new car and fix it up. And the endless cycle of restoring hot rods continues.
1: Uh, yes, you're right. Sorry, I was having a flashback. Um, a, a flashback to what? <laughs> of we talked about Drew Carey recently in our farts episode of <laughs> uh, of uh, uh, Grunt Work Nights. Sign up now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I had speculated about the Drew Carey thing, and I said that I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to TV at the time, so I didn't know why the story. Was about the the episode where they used farts And I was flashing back in this moment of realizing that I didn't know or watch Jay Leno at the time But I knew when this was on and broadcasting That this was Jay Leno, that this was special And that this was his garage The flashback I had was how I knew about this stuff Yes
0: Entertainment Tonight Wow, in stereo, we finally got it
1: <laughs> I forgot about that show, and I almost guarantee you that's how I learned about most of this stuff oh okay it was
0: it was like i m d b trivia before the internet, yeah exactly okay, yeah, huh, uh
1: so I, while you were talking about whatever you were talking about that theme song just, was playing in my head just the- sh- just the show we make a podcast <laughs> oh, about whoops, not okay. a big deal um. <laughs>
0: So yeah, they they agreed to, to make a deal yeah. to sell the car or to yeah, and then back at home, um Tim introduces the kids to their new kid sister. Oh yeah, this well we old we, hot rug. Mark
1: and Randy, we were back at the beginning oh, yeah. of the episode, uh they're watching the reproductive habits of the water buffalo. Mhm. Uh pervs Jill kind of does pushback saying, isn't there anything else you guys can watch? Like, yeah. yeah. They're watching something educational at least. It's,
0: it says on TV, like, you know, as she's coming in, like, next week, you know, the reproductive habits of humpback whales. And, yeah, Jill says, isn't there something else you can watch? And, and Randy says, okay, Mom, well, I guess we'll just learn about how humpback whales reproduce on the street then. <laughs>
1: Which is a great line. <laughs> really good line. Really good line. Uh, and then Jill does something really thoughtful. Yeah. Uh, she goes, you know what? Next time uh, you need to get some pants, here's what I'm thinking. And slides them a little envelope. He opens it. And There's some pants inside. <laughs> little tiny pants. <laughs> it's adorable. Uh, it's a gift certificate. And she says, you know what? You just... You you take this and uh, next time you need pants, you go buy what you want. I won't be there. Um, and uh, have fun, guys. At the pants store. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Tim comes in. The car broke down on yes. the way home. And yes. that's why they were late. Um, and it's the new Hot Rod. Introduces them as he calls it to their new sister. And... Oh, Instead of going through the outtakes, I want to ask your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We are now back at square one with a new hot rod. How do you feel about that?
0: Honestly, uh, a little depressed. <laughs> I think the same way that Jill feels. Just yeah. like, oh, okay, so... All that was for nothing. Yeah, and here it, we go again. It would have been more satisfactory if some if Tim had somehow destroyed the old hot rod by accident. Yeah, and there'd been an emo- like there wasn't a whole lot of emotion to this losing. Yeah, it was, yeah. exactly. Like if the, if there'd been some disaster or something terrible had happened to the hot rod and Tim had to start again from scratch. It would at least feel like a more satisfactory arc. Instead, it's like, oh yeah, I built the thing and then I sold it and made a bunch of money and now I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> and now turn into Hank Hill. It's like, oh god, dang it! <laughs> that hot rod ain't
1: right. Yeah, yeah I, I there. It's asking a lot of me. Like, for me, the thing that that I'm a little depressed of with it is like, I don't, I don't want you to retread old waters. You know, mm-hmm. like all of the issues and the storylines that revolved around the hot rod. I don't want to see him again. Yeah. Uh, and I don't... I, I do remember this, that they got a new hot rod and that he, you know, goes through and restores it. Uh, I don't exactly remember what comes of it, but, um, you know, as uh, as Landon in this timeline, not my past timeline, <laughs> I am a little, like, <laughs> now that we're analyzing it week to week, I am a little uh, hesitant about uh, my, my joy going into it, so...
0: Uh, You know, to quote that Grand Theft Auto San Andreas meme that's been kind of popular on Twitter recently,
1: ah, shit, here we go again. (laughs) Re-Hot Rods. I love it. Uh, That's our episode. Um, Did we not cover anything? No,
0: I think we covered everything except for...
1: Um, Okay, we get a... Let's do a garage door flings open and flings the scene out of the way. Uh, We're left with the void and slowly rising... um... The the vapors from a hot pizza, yeah, and uh, it goes down Tim's gullet and Gross. comes out as a <gasps> nope that that fell up, that fell apart the way that the writing of this episode fell apart
0: but it's but it's still it still worked it's still like people still get where we're going <laughs> the, the grunt count for this episode sponsored by John V John V thank you John John <laughs> for you know, with you with your with your generous funding, I uh, had the I was able to afford to hire the research associates to count up the grunts from this episode, and that number of grunts
1: is two, two. Oh, I was going to guess one. I yeah. didn't get my guess in fast enough. You didn't. Um, where are they? Oh gosh, too much, uh, too
0: much work for you? No, it, yeah, too much grunt work. No, there's one. Uh, let's see. God, I think there there is. I think it's one when he's talking about the hot. I think they're both like, there's one in the garage. There's definitely one
1: in Jay's garage. That's yeah, the only one that I There's
0: in. another one earlier than that where I think he's, uh, he's I don't know, he's talking about, um, I don't know, something. A car, a tool? A, a car or a tool, yeah. Or more I mean, power? That, yeah, I I, look,
1: I don't fucking remember where it was, but I I marked down two. Well, okay, but it they didn't I, come in clusters. It was just like, he yeah. goes, and then. Because I ask, because um, in the Wilson scene, there is a moment when he almost do he almost does like a a a mini grunt like yeah. it almost sounds like he starts to grunt like and then stops himself yeah maybe that's just gas yeah i I, I think that i think that's one of those pizzas that he ate <laughs> to me after our discussion last week about um the you know reeling back the grunting as a way to kind of uh groom him to be this big star and more accessible i wondered if it was a thing in tim allen's uh you know kind of uh uh instinct to grunt yeah and stopped himself mid you know right before he was about to do it yeah. Uh, but it still got caught by the cameras and microphones yeah
0: yeah it's a fight against his own essential yeah. nature as a person. <laughs> Exactly. yeah yeah, yeah.
1: it's kind of what it felt like i don't do you know what i'm talking about no, the, the grunts
0: yeah yeah i know yeah he's trying to he's the Wilson like scene? he has to do it specifically uh, or he has to like hold back on the instinct to improvise and grunt the thing that he's used to from his stand up
1: <laughs> uh yeah yeah anyway um Two. Interesting. Two. Okay. Yes, that is interesting. Interesting it's, is what that is. <laughs> at least gives me not zero to put in uh, next week's newsletter. I know. So. We've had
0: a run of them. I'm just happy
1: that there's still grunts <laughs> to count. running out of movie titles. <laughs> um, okay, well then, that brings us to one last segment that we have. Yes. Which is... Um, remember that Birdhouse? <laughs> which From Birdhouse. Season one, where Tim and Jill... Uh, uh oh! Do right, the voices yeah, 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 For the birds, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, It's still hanging out in the backyard. Oh, and we go out there, and yeah. and sure enough,
0: those those birds they be tweeting. Oh man! And Jill and Tim still doing the voices for them, and they say, "Hey, it's tweet time!" Sponsored oh. by John and S. Oh man, tweet time! What happened? So what do we got? We got to serve up some tweets.
1: <laughs> We're gonna serve up some tweets here. Care of uh, the question that I posed was. Hey, let us know what you did during our midseason break. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what I did on my summer vacation. Yeah. Uh, So our first one is from Tara. Tara Tara. Lee. Uh, Binge-watched The Tick on Amazon Prime. I've been wanting to watch that. I hear that's quite good. Parentheses, so recommended. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe that's who I heard it from. Ellipses. I learned that captive hyenas can be endearing, though kind of screechy. Hyenas are known for screechiness, I think. Saw Avengers Endgame within 24 hours of its theatrical release, like any self-respecting Greek geek would. Oh, a Greek geek? (laughs) A Greek geek. (laughs) Uh, Ellipses. And I napped. A lot. During uh, Endgame? (laughs) Uh, Does not specify. Like any
0: self-respecting narcoleptic would.
1: (laughs) Uh, And then shrugging emoji. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So... A lot to unpack there. Yeah, I
0: I approve of those yeah, activities. I, yeah, especially
1: envious of uh, the nap. Um, yeah, napping is snapping's a good activity. That's the one thing that I uh, wish I was doing right now. Yes. Um. I well, congratulations. That. that seems like a pretty jam packed uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, keeping busy. I uh, oof, still haven't seen Endgame. Gonna take You're care of that tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 No one asked you what you did or doing. Wow, wow. <laughs> I, that's what I get for
0: not following the the show on Twitter.
1: <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh, douche chill. Yeah, you're going to see Endgame tomorrow, and I'm excited to have you see it so that we can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, we can it. finally yeah, finally yeah. correct that one open. Uh, it put me in physical pain. Wow. Yeah. I, I just because you so... hadn't peed for three hours? <laughs> that was a huge concern going yeah. in. I don't know that I've gone three hours outside of recording these yeah. uh, where I haven't peed in, in that long. But yeah. uh, I made it. I made it all the way through. Hey,
0: congratulations, yeah, man. Nice. I'm so excited yeah, for you. Yeah. It
1: was just so tense that my... My upper body, like, the next day, my neck was... I had a hard time moving. It wow, around. damn. Um, I doubt you'll have that kind of reaction to it, though. Uh, Mason Whitlark. Remember yes. that guy? Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he's one of our uh, patrons. Says that uh, he spent the break wondering how he's going to get mentioned on our podcast next. Well, he found the way, didn't he? He this figured is, it out. This is meta, because we're talking about him trying to get mentioned on our podcast, and yet he's getting mentioned by the mention of him getting mentioned. Saying that he wants to get mentioned,
0: it's gruntception.
1: <laughs> I never well, get tired of that joke.
0: Well, congratulations,
1: uh, Mason. <laughs> you you've made it. You've done it. You've achieved your dreams. There's more. Uh, I haven't gotten through the entire Frasier episode yet. Nice. Um, but did you guys bring up any of the ratings that I threw your way? We did last week uh, with the Nielsen ratings. So yeah. thank you for those. And if you have more, we will go through them in the future. We'll it's, ta- we'll less always research take your I have to do. Yes, always, always <laughs> make our job easier, please. Uh, finally, uh, John Smith. Uh Mr. Congratulations for getting engaged. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna step on his tweet here. Let me just let him use his words. Uh he spent the midseason break working. I've done a little bit of that. Uh getting engaged. Congratulations, mm-hmm. sir. That's good. Excited Deciding that. to get married within three months. Ooh. That's a that's a big decision. That's a big decision wow. and one that I don't I don't I don't smell an invitation coming our way. Yeah, uh, yeah. in that, that amount of time. That, that doesn't seem likely. <laughs> and of course, uh the Frasier episode. The, for for our general listeners, we put out a bonus episode uh, on Patreon for hitting our first goal. It's on these people talking about watching an episode of Frasier. We've officially hit our second goal on for uh, on Patreon, so we have to decide what that second episode or goal yeah. reward is going to be. It may be more Frasier. It may be something else. We're going to discuss it yeah. and get back to you guys. Um, anyway. Back to uh, John Smith, he says, and of course the Frasier episode, and it made me wonder, as I have since I started listening to your podcast over a year ago. Okay. Truman knows his Frasier impression isn't great, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am wounded. <laughs> that,
0: okay, okay, shots fired, sir. <laughs> though, though, his Lilith is spot on. Well, thank you. I agree with your assessment. Um, well, okay, okay. Those a little, uh... Again, I, I don't, I don't want to say a criticism sandwich, but it's like criticism, uh, uh, uh... Like, criticism avocado
1: toast. Like, there's a layer of criticism on top of... It's like, uh... Yeah, exactly. Someone's making you avocado toast, but slaps you with the bread before they, they make it for you. <laughs> and if it's already
0: been toasted, I'd probably scratch at my face pretty badly. Um... You... Well, okay. You know what? I guess everyone's... Everyone is, uh... You know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, you know, certainly I know that that Frasier does not respond well to criticism of him in that episode where the guy in the focus group doesn't like him very much. Uh, but, you know, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll just take this as an encouragement to get better. Um, okay. See if I come to your wedding now is all I'm going to say. <laughs> see if I crash your wedding now. And scarf all of the scotch eggs and deep fried pizzas that you're
1: serving. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, that that's our tweet time for this week. I I'm I'm just going to leave you hanging with the impression thing because uh, I uh, my impressions are not even impressions as we know. So, uh I'm just glad that he targeted you. I feel like that's more of a form of flattery if I had impressions to even offer. I would be a target. He doesn't and I'm not, he doesn't think he, I Russians, don't even register.
0: So. He, he, he just thinks that they're mini strokes or like
1: fugue states. <laughs> and they are. I hope Landon's getting help honest. with that condition he's having. <laughs> Alright, let's get out of this uh this long episode. Yeah. Um if you have enjoyed today's show and want to help us create even better content, consider supporting us by becoming a grunthead or neighbor or al pal on our Patreon. Yeah, when you join our
0: Patreon, or when you become one of those things, one of those things that Landon just said, not getting any better at this, when, when you start subscribing to our Patreon, you get access to all kinds of amazing new bonus content, particularly Grunt Work Nights, our supplemental podcast about anything but the TV show Home Improvement, where we talk about everything from uh, uh, movies to, I mean, I'm... The elephant in the room is that we talked about fart jokes in our most recent episode. (laughs) But we talk about really whatever kind of strikes our fancy that day. And it's a lot of this bullshit, but uh, not home improvement oriented. Yeah, if you
1: like our tangents, they're basically uh, full episodes of tangents. Yes. And um, now you, if you are an Alpal, you also get the video feed for those. So you get us unedited. Uh, It's just a, a long stream of us fucking up. You, so you, you, what you
0: get is actually less refined and more of a waste of time than what we already do. And because it's a video, you can't do other shit. You have to stick your eyeballs on the screen to watch the thing. So really, I cannot possibly fathom why you would want this. But you get it if you subscribe at the Al Pal level.
1: And you can get all of that over at our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash gruntworkpod. If you want to help others find this show, Gruntwork Proper, Proper, uh, <laughs> consider leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And when you do that, Truman, tell them what they get. What they'll get are uh, a couple extra packets of red pepper flakes... Red
0: pepper flakes, red pepper flakes that we'll throw into your pizza box. I'm glad you didn't say red pecker flakes. Uh, pecker flakes. My pecker flakes are my business. Thank you very much. But yeah, we'll throw those in there into your pizza box because, you know, it's always good to have some more uh, red pepper flakes with your pizza because God knows those aren't super cheap that you can just get at the store for like a buck. That's true. Um, was it a good joke? No, but it was relevant to It was, great. It to was a great joke. Th- was- thank you. Thank you. I approve.
1: Oh, that, well, wow, man. Thank you, Niles, I guess. I don't know who that was. Uh, that was George Takei. Uh Please stop by on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Facebook, I don't know. I canceled my social media accounts, and I don't know if Facebook was attached to that. So I, I don't really
0: go on Facebook anymore. Um, uh, Hit us up on Twitter though. Yes, I'm, I'm, Twitter, I'm, yeah. Twitter, and Instagram
1: for sure. Uh, I, I'm at Truman Caps on Facebook. If you want to like, fo- on, not on Facebook, on Twitter. If you yeah. want to follow me on Twitter, I, I've also gotten rid of my Twitter. So what? Yeah, it's it's a big uh, overhaul. But but now you now you have extra time in your life, and you're not. And like... I'm going to dedicate it right back to Gruntwork. work. Oh, for you guys. Uh, if you want to be included on uh, next week's tweet time, you can find us at Twitter, all of those places at Gruntwork Pod, uh, and you can listen to today's to today's episode if you want to listen to it in a different format i guess i don't know why why you're listening to it already you know this some people are completionists you, you can get uh information like our synopsis and stuff on today's show on our website which is www.groundworkpodcast.com it's like a pavlovian response at this point ding, ding, ding. Uh, <laughs> while you're there you can sign up for our weekly newsletter to get really cool stuff dudes nice <laughs> radical man get some pogs <laughs> like uh a trivia oh i got some trivia Last week, uh, we had mentioned um, the T-shirt cannon. Yeah, and I went through that whole spiel about the San Antonio Spurs guy. Yeah, it's all based on the potato cannon, which was built, uh, I think, in World War II. So I was way fucking wrong and claiming things I shouldn't have been claiming. Ah man, so embarrassed. Yeah, that's the kind of trivia you get in our newsletter. Uh, How could you not subscribe (laughs) until next week when we cover another episode of Home Improvement? I'm Truman Caps. I've been Landon Solano. And if you didn't finish this podcast in 30 minutes or less, that's really our fault. <laughs> you got to listen to it at quadruple speed. <laughs>